when you were a kid ever do anything annoying to wake you up? Um, I think my dad did. I can't remember to be honest. I my mom know. was the worst, the worst. Like what would she do? Well, she's a loud, um, walker. And oh, she my always, dad is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am always, too. Yeah. So am I. So heavy. Such a heavy Heel, walker. Like you walk in your heels, right? Like you pound yeah. your heels. I mean, I don't. Yeah, exactly. Like my heels dig in, but my mom actually wears heels like a lot <laughs> in the mornings, she, like Blanche Devereaux. She would, yeah, she would put it. My mom is Blanche Devereaux. Your mom like, kind of is, except like not, but she is. She would wake up and um, I lived in the basement for um, all of high school, and she would put on her shoes like right when she woke up and clack 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 clack. And um, run the coffee grinder really loud and then start talking on the phone. She talks to her cousin Joanne like basically every morning over coffee. And she talks still? She's a loud – still, yeah. Mm. She <clears throat> is a loud, loud phone talker. So it, this, you know, it started at like 6 in the morning. Oh. Um, but then I would hear her, she would have a robe on and I would hear her come downstairs and be like, whoosh, 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 whoosh. <laughs> and then she would come in. You could hear Dude. her robe from your, yeah. like, did you guys just have like super thin? I don't, I don't know. I don't know why I heard it, but, <laughs> um, but I, but she'd be like, good morning, sunshine. And like, you know, pull up in the shade. So she's like one of those people that's happy in the morning. Oh, she's on. My mom has two speeds. She's on like a Energizer bunny or she's off and asleep. That's kind of like yeah. my mom. My mom is never in a bad mood. She's and she's yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I, yeah. Yeah, I know. I didn't get that gene. <laughs> You didn't? <laughs> never noticed. <laughs> I told – I've been doing my taxes for the last two days. I haven't returned any text – I have like 40 text messages. I haven't returned any emails. And I said something to – Megan was like, do you want to get on the phone and talk about this? And I was like, no. <laughs> I'm doing my taxes. Just stay away from me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, you were like, um, just a warning. I'm doing my taxes. And I was that, like, I don't yeah. – Oh, yeah. Did I tell you that too? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yesterday at some point you did. Oh, were you saying something annoying when I said it? I don't know. Probably. I was just talking. Oh, well. Um, James Braz has this quote that says, um, happy people aren't happy all the time. Or truly happy people aren't happy all the time. And I take that one to heart. Um, yeah. But my mom <laughs> actually is happy most of the time. That's my the thing. My mom is too. I know. It's, I don't get it. It's another – she's – I don't get it. One time she, one time I was, when I was like 23, I was sitting on my mom, on my computer in her house and I was upset about something and she came in. I will never forget this. She came into the room and she looked at me and she goes, 
do you know what I do when I have bad thoughts? And she traced her fingers from the front of her head around. <laughs> like she pulled the two, like what? her two fingers. She traced them from the front of her forehead and put them all the way around and then put them to the back of her head, to the top. She goes, I take them from here and I put them all back here. And all I could think about was wow. she had a tumor there. I was just like, Oh my what? God. I just, you're like, like but mom. Oh, Oh my god, it was just—it was really funny, but I—I'll uh, never forget That's a really it because funny I was visual. I was horrified. I was just like, "You're gonna die from that." <laughs> oh uh, See what anyway. I do, Holly? I put him right here. Well, no, but she's serious. She doesn't. She just doesn't let bad things get her down. Um, and I, I. I <laughs> <laughs> I do. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so um, so so today we're talking about uh, New Year's resolutions, goals, um, or not having them. Right, right. Well, I mean, just like this whole transition. I um, I read yeah. something last year because I was trying to come up with this. How do I send people into the new year? And then I realized <laughs> I don't because um, mm-hmm. I don't celebrate that as a demarcation of, of something like a beginning um, at all, um, even though I did for, for years. But um, the work that we do doesn't stop and start on one day of the year. Um, so. Right. Right. I agree. Totally. I mean, we're going to, this is what we're going to talk about. So we'll just start. Oh, right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. So, um, why don't you start? Um, so let's talk a little bit about new year's. Um, new year's. how did okay. you use to ring in the new year? Tell me. Um, I bet you could guess maybe what it used to look like. Um, I mean, it was always. Do you have I'll pinkies on my... your boobs too on January first or no? No, no? I, okay. I don't know that I ever have. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh. I've never had hickeys on my Me boobs. Either. Period. Either. Okay, you go. <laughs> what? I don't like having my boobs touched like that. Anyway, okay. So well, it's not touched if there's a hickey. It's... Sucked. Well, it's not. Oh my god. All That's, right. A, yeah, different conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't like having well, your we boobs didn't, we didn't kissed? talk about vaginas. Sorry. So <laughs> we have to talk about we have to talk about something. Now it has officially begun. Like when I used to spill my drink at dinner, my milk or whatever, my dad would say, "Okay, so now dinner can start." Laura's spilled her drink. Mm, we talked about okay. female anatomy so we can start. Okay, go. So my New Year's used to be, uh, uh, I mean, it was always a shit show. It was, uh, and always very, very disappointing. Um, I would, it was at the end of a long streak of drinking and overeating and over everything. Um, Through, you know, from Thanksgiving up until New Year's, I would, we would always search to find the, most fun thing to do. I would have the dooms about it um, because I would evaluate everything in my life and I always wanted to be with someone on New Year's and, you know, I usually wasn't and the party sucked or I got too drunk or I couldn't get drunk enough or, I mean, whatever. It was always very unsatisfying. Um, I had 
a couple standout New Year's um, that were very different, and I'll talk about both of them. One was with my friends in when I was married. Uh, actually, I was engaged. It was the year I was engaged, and I had a this time where there was a bubble of friends in my neighborhood in South Boston. And it was just like this perfect time where we were all like either single or just had like met someone, you know, and there were lots of new couples and we were all really close friends and um, all in our late twenties. We had, you know, kind of had money and we could see each other whenever we wanted and we had no kids or anything. So we were, you know, like, adults, but, um, still totally unencumbered by, by much else. And it was like a three or four year period where it was really like that. And there was this one year where we decided to do a, what did we call it? I don't remember what we called it. It was like around the world tour or something, but we started at like three o'clock and we went to, we walked around in our neighborhood to all of our houses and each house had a different theme, different drinks. And, that there was something about that New Year's that was like the first time I remember being like, this is totally <laughs> fun and fulfilling. I mean, we all got really drunk and there were drugs at the end. And I, I was remember being the last one up and I didn't want to go to bed. And so, and I was doing cocaine. So that sucked because I saw the sun come up. But all everything up until that was great. But I remember also having this feeling like um, it would never, like it had gone away before it had even begun type of feeling. Like it, the same feeling I always had with drinking where it was like, it's awesome for the first few hours or whatever. And then it's just like this sinking feeling that it's over. When you wake up, it's a sinking feeling that it was so great, but then you get dropped off well, the cliff. Well, and you don't want it to end. It's that kind of... You know, and, and, right. It was like, exactly. Like, well, I, it's the dopamine crash, right? I mean, isn't that what that is? Like, oh, yeah. I know. It's and, like a cocaine binge that you don't want to have, you know, come to an end. Yeah, and you start cocaine, to feel like dropping off. It's like, the, the, I mean, there's nothing more depressing and more awful than coming down from cocaine, Ugh. in my experience. I don't so, I would agree. <laughs> truly, like suicide. Yeah. Awful. Um. So yeah, it was that. So it was wonderful, but also had this really immediate crash too. Then um, the, the the second really wonderful New Year's that I had was when I was pregnant and I talked to my husband and I was pretty miserable in my pregnancy emotionally and physically, um, but I decided that I wanted to, I was in teacher training and I decided I wanted to go to a, my studio has every New Year's Eve from like 10.30 to midnight or something. And we went. It was probably the first sober Christmas. It was definitely not probably the first sober Christmas I'd had since I was like 16. Uh, And I was 31 at the time. And it was shocking. Like I was pregnant. I was astounded that I was sober. (laughs) (laughs) And that there was this like so much joy in this room with these people, like the kind of joy that I sort of sought out. Yeah. 
in all those other parties and all those other things. And I, I mean, I was nowhere near wanting to be sober, but it did plant a seed for me like, oh my God, there's a whole other way to do this thing. I mean, there were a hundred people there. Yeah. It's packed. Yeah. And it was, so it was kind of prescient, prescient because it was like, I loved it in a way that I hadn't, and I appreciated it in a way that I hadn't felt about any prior New Year's or really any big sort of moment, any holiday. You know, I always had this sort of excitement coupled with this sense of just doom. And I, and it was just like nothing, but there was no regret. There was no hangover. There was no, it was nothing but good. Yeah. And, um, and the next day I woke up, I was like, it was a completely different feeling, you know? Yeah. So, so New Year's used to, I mean, that was the first and only sober New Year's I had from 16 to 20, uh, 16 to 37. Yeah. yeah. Um, so every other one in between there was just drunk, 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 and super hungover the next day. And like zero, you know, ringing in the new year. I would always like make, I would make all kinds of lists and resolutions. And just like I always did, I mean, I have them written down in my journals. You know, I, I always thought it would be, as, for me, it was either about losing weight or I would try to, you know, I would try to like, be all gung-ho and we'd always have these big conversations that night about what we're going to do with our lives and how great it's going to be and you know and then the next day you're hungover and eating you know Chinese food takeout and probably drinking some more and then just like waiting till the next Monday starts you know before you go back to work to actually try to like get life in motion again yeah no I know that's um I didn't even think about that part of it Ugh. Well, I went to yoga this morning and someone, the owner was like, I'm, I wanted to have a New Year's Day class, but I looked at last year and only three people came. She's like, I thought it would be like, you know, a really full, like, get your year started type of day. And yeah. the, one of the women was like, no, no, that doesn't start till December 3rd or January 3rd when the kids go back to school. That's when you have to face reality. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't look at it that way now at all, but um but we'll get to that. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. I did go to New Year's yoga. I always did. Did you? Hell yeah. And like you didn't, um, like that was all you did? You didn't like go to no, yoga? No, 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 the next day, New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. I it was a, I sweat out stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of the same. I like the first New Year's Eve that I, the first, I mean, growing up, it was kind of always fun. My parents always went to a party at my godparents' house. Um, I think it was fun. I don't remember. I don't it, even like, remember. Nostalgically, it sounds amazing because, right. or it feels good because I, I just remember being at my godparents' house and um, playing charades and um, they always made really good meatballs and had them in a crock pot and I don't know. Um but I would say, like, the first time that I had, a, like, a New Year's Eve that was, you know, um, that changed my idea of what New Year's Eve was supposed to be. I was 15, and my best friend and I went to um, a house party, and we were just starting out. Um, we were just starting to go to parties. Um, and we went to this one, and everyone was there, and she made out with Lance Fearson, 
who was my sister's best friend's boyfriend at the time. Um, and I made out with Bobby Majors. And um, and it was just like, it, it was one of those quintessential moments that will never, like was never, was very, very, well, no, it could, it never could be repeated. That, that night was one of the best nights of my life. Um, it was just, it was fun. And, um, and all of a sudden it was just this like, um, acceleration between, you know, Brittany and I used to stay in on the weekends and play Racco and, you know, watch movies and eat buckets of fettuccine. And then all of a sudden, um, you know, she was making out with a senior and I was making out with a football player. And it was, um, and then my, you know, it was just, it just somehow blurred things for me. And so it really lived on in, in this like idealistic way of this is how it should be. Um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, it never lived up to that ever right. again. Um, right. And, you know, by the time that I, um, I mean, I really just started to hate it um, for the whole never living up to it. You know, I, it's really interesting because um, I did not like drinking. Um, in one, in one, I mean, in many ways, I loved drinking, but there was something so exhausting about it. Like, if I was mm-hmm. gonna go on, you know, I just remember like my um, my friend Alicia had a bachelorette party in Napa, and I just didn't want to go because I didn't want to deal with what alcohol was. I knew I would drink too much. Oh, I knew I would yeah. come back bloated. Right. I knew, you know, and that was how I felt about New Year's Eve, which is I knew how this was gonna turn out. But I you mean, also didn't know another thing to do, right? It, did yeah. it sometimes feel like an well, adventure? Well, I did. I started like, whatever, to, I'm going to do it. <laughs> well, I started to I, – no, I, I learned to stay in by myself. Um, I get super high and drink a lot. Um, that was what I started to do. I spent the last couple of New Year's by myself. Um, yeah, New Year's was – like I would say like, like you know, the few years leading up to uh, – getting sober um it was spent uh it was spent recovering from christmas to be honest christmas was really awful Mm -hmm. um for me it was always really hard in those last few years um and i would i'd always overextend myself or getting something with my family um and and i've spent too much time around too many people and not give myself that space that i needed and i would I would go running back to San Francisco and implode um, in my apartment mm-hmm. by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and also, like, one year, like, there was my um, – my grandpa died. Um, yeah, my, my boyfriend's dad died. My grandpa died one year. Um, I went to – you know, I just came back from Hawaii um, with another boyfriend one year who just kind of broke up with me in the cab um, on, the, on the way back <laughs> to <laughs> – his apartment. So sad. Um, and yeah, so I spent, I mean, my last few New Year's before I got sober, they were, it wasn't even that I was going out and, you know, drinking too much. It was that I was destroyed. And I, um, and I totally. would just go into a complete um, oblivion by myself. Um, <laughs> right. Lots of tears. There are a lot of tears on New Year's. God. Yeah, it doesn't Ugh. like to me. It just—I um, don't even think I had it in me to cry. I would say I was pretty dead during those years. Um, mm-hmm. So, so yeah. I mean, that's it. My last couple of—you know—it started out great, um, 
And then it just slowly got worse and worse and worse. And then, and it never, ever lived up to expectations. And then it got to the point where it was like, became something I did by myself. Um, mm. And um, yeah, with the best of intentions to wake up the next day and never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> to be different. See, the thing that's so funny, <laughs> I so often, now, I, I, the only, I only really started saying I'm not going to do that again. Um, like in the last couple of years, um, and it was really, I'm not going to take, I'm not going to black out and take Ambien. Like I can drink all I want. I'm just not going to take Ambien. So I don't completely <laughs> lose control of what I'm doing. <laughs> but I actually never said like, I would wake up and be like, Oh, uh, but I wouldn't be like, I'm never doing that again. I would just be like, well, this is the way I'm going to do it. I mean, just the way it is, you know? Maybe I'll have better circumstances next time. Like if I just get the right people around me or if I go to the right party or if I, you know, it was like anything but the drinking. Like I wasn't going to not do that. I just yeah. had to make, make it work for me. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure like drinking was always somehow wrapped up in that and then not doing it again, um, you know. Yeah, no, I mean, I just in my th- that was my twisted thinking. Yeah, my point. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, it didn't seem it seemed like a non-negotiable. It seemed like you had to drink, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I think right. there's if I want to be around people, then you have to drink Yeah, to make out with a boy. And if I want to meet anyone, yeah. and if I want to do anything worth doing, I'm going to be drinking. Yeah, I know. It did. It seemed it like I just. Oh God! It just seemed like the thing that you could never stop doing. Um, okay, so to move on to the next thing. Um, so, what are your New Year's like since getting sober? What have your New Year's? Um, what is? What does it look like for you? Yeah. Um, I think the past two years I've gone to bed before midnight <laughs> and by choice, and it's been awesome. I've kind of made it a not a not thing, non thing, or it's, I haven't made it a non thing even. It just is like, like you said at the beginning, I didn't feel this. I haven't felt this need to make it a big fucking ordeal. Um, because it is kind of just another day while at the same time, the January ones have been among my most grateful days in sobriety, waking up so differently but it's not in this big production sort of way. It's that inner, that quiet gratitude, that quiet like humming of waking up to know you're not destroying anything anymore, mm-hmm. to know you're actually moving forward, that this day doesn't have to look like any other day, and that I'm actually... I'm not, yeah, it's, it's, it's just sweet. It's kind of like how sobriety is overall. Um, a lot less punctuated with these sort of peak moments that I'm trying for all the time, you know, that I'm trying, that I tried to create with drinking. I wanted to create this chaos and the excitement and the, um, I loved not knowing what was going to happen when you went out Um, I loved adding alcohol and having it just be like, who knows we, you know, anything could happen. 
and having these sort of big highs and big lows. And now New Year's Eve, you know, like the rest of it has sort of become this really sweet, more sustained. I mean, I have a lot of highs and lows, don't get me wrong, but they're different. They're not like manufactured highs and lows. They're just the vicissitudes being a human with a lot of feelings. So New Year's Eve, I have done, I think the last year I was in Maine, I definitely was in bed. I played a bunch of Risk. <laughs> and I was in bed before midnight and I slept with my next to my daughter and that was wonderful. I don't even remember it, which is telling that well, you know, like I don't, I don't know. That could have been any other weekend last, last Christmas, last Christmas season. Um, but I think that's what happened. And then the year before, I don't think I've really, I don't honestly, Holly, I don't think I've done anything. It's only been two years. I know. I, and it seems I like remember. much longer. I, I just thought of that too. I'm like, there's not been that many. <laughs> there haven't been that many. But I also haven't sought out something to do at all. I, I have wanted that feeling, you know, my favorite feeling in sobriety is waking up clear. And even if I'm tired, even if I'm sad, even if I'm whatever, I'm not hungover and I'm not full of regret and questions and shame and anxiety. And that, um, I, I think I just have felt like I just wanted to keep it like that, you know? So, and this year I, it will be the same. I have no, oh no, no, no. This year I'm teaching a New Year's Eve retreat. So I'm, I want to give back this kind of yoga thing that I got, but, but yeah, I sort of, I like the quieter moments. I would have never, if I was drinking, I mean, I would have never, ever, ever chosen to be with my daughter on New Year's Eve, like ever, right? <laughs> ever. I would be like, sorry, Elma. this is our night. This is my night. And we would have, you know, if I was married, we would have, he probably wouldn't have wanted to, but he would have, you know, made some big plan. We would have got a babysitter. We would have planned to be out all night, probably stayed out, pick her up in the morning, um, you know. Or I would have planned, I mean, there were many New Year's Eves after I was separated where I just stayed somewhere, like woke up on one of my friend's couches or whatever. Ugh. Um, so, yeah, it's just different. It's way more subtle. It's been way more quiet, way better. I love it. It sounds, um, I mean, it's it's kind of, it sounds incredibly familiar, but um, but it mm-hmm. also just, it sounds, I don't know, there's something that's so, there's this like, this moment of having, there's, I wrote this piece years ago, not years, well, I guess years ago, um, when I was just like a month sober, two months mm-hmm. sober, I don't even know. Actually, maybe it was even like a year, I don't know. But there was just this moment of thinking, I have like, the simple recognition that I had a, a clean apartment and I had mm. coffee beans and half, half. and half. <laughs> yeah. This like simplicity, like the simplicity, but also this just order and um, this, this calm after the storm that mm. just mm. will never get old. It will never. never get old. That simplicity of, of life. Um, yeah. I agree. It's the best, the best, best, best thing. And it's always there. It happens every morning. <laughs> I know. 
I know. Yeah. What did you do last year? I don't remember. What have you done the past few years? Um, I like it's just not, you know, it's not a big deal to me. Um, neither is Halloween. Halloween is a big deal because you know I'm by my family, but um, kids. is Halloween a big deal? Other like, why do you compare? Why do you lump those two together? Because they're the holidays I hate the most. Because they're the ho- uh, they're, they're the drunk holidays. Um, yeah, they're the. Okay. And, um, you know, I like the holidays that, you know, where there's food involved and um, <laughs> and like and <laughs> fireplaces. Um, yeah. I love Thanksgiving and I love Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, Fourth of July, Halloween and New Year's Eve are like drunk fests and like also like probably the three days of the year where I've almost died the most. And so it's just yeah. like I on Halloween and when I my freshman year in college in Halloween, I went out and we did I did whiskey poppers. Um and then like I probably did like 10, 11, 12 shots. Um I was dressed up as a cheerleader and I went back to my apartment and threw up blood um and passed out and uh, I had like just got a Victoria's Secret credit card so I was wearing like fancy lingerie and I'd take them all off I'd gone next door in my lingerie and asked my neighbor who I went to call I w- uh, went to Cuesta but he there he was going to Cal Poly and he was a um, aeronautics major this super sweet nerdy guy and he was home on, on Halloween and I was like I'm afraid I'm gonna die do you mind just sitting in my living room and so my friends oh. my friends lost me and they're they they come home and they end up just like looking and um like finding me you know um finding this guy randomly just sitting on my couch um and then they find me um passed out in the bathroom i'd also try to take advil so there was like a bottle of advil like spilled around me and then um and blood and then i ended up going like they took me to the hospital and i ended up spending the night in the Uh. hospital yeah i bought a book about like how to moderate drinking after that and my mom came and visited me and was like um you know this isn't good but um but i was like 18 so um anyway where yeah so no i've just like so for me it's just um it's always been like that it's just always been like bad days and i i don't celebrate it and i don't celebrate this whole ringing in the new year and this whole uh, there's you know i last year i went to a kundalini class until midnight and and then i came home and i um i just i went to bed and that was it and mm-hmm. i for me there's this whole thing around years where we start new we start you know we start again or we start fresh and that's just bullshit because that's not how we live our lives um especially those of us that are in recovery we live our lives starting anew every single day and it's not you know it's there's just not one day a year where we really go for it you know this is the work that we do every single day of the year i don't just set goals or or you know work towards something um you know one day also waiting if there's a there's a thing about waiting, you know, I'll, I'll put that off till New Year's. That's It'll be my right. New Year's thing. That is just, a, it's elusive and false because it just doesn't work that way. It never works. No, because you know? when we do that, I mean, always something always comes up and we put all this pressure on this one day and, you know, I stopped drinking 
like right before Halloween, I'm like right before a company party, right before Halloween, before Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Always something. Um, I started, I stopped before like important things, right? Bef- and then the, the, fi- the time I finally stopped was right before I went to Italy. Um, yeah. You know, and it doesn't. Because there, there would never be a time there when there wasn't important things. There would never be I mean, a time. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And it, and I, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. I'm actually going to write a piece about it, about how um, this retreat I, I just went to, um, she, there, someone said in the, in one of our conversations about like putting off what you want to do, that um, procrastination is a denial of death. Like you, it is that serious, you know, and, and it is totally that serious when you're addressing sobriety. Like I had this idea that my future self would be able to handle things better, whether that future self was a person tomorrow, which is a lot of, you know, the thinking, I'll just deal with it tomorrow. I'll deal with it tomorrow. I'll stop tomorrow. I won't drink tomorrow. I, you know, I'll be stronger tomorrow. I'll have some kind of resolve that I don't have today. But the truth is you never do, you know, you know, your future self is never able to handle it better than yourself right now. And New Year's Eve can, is, is the ultimate mind fuck for that because it's like, you know, ring, blow it all out. Like you're going to have one last hurrah and then you're going to shut it down and start over and be a different person tomorrow. It just never works. Well, there's this like great Leo Babuda. I can never pronounce his name, but the Zen Habits guy. And he talks about how. Uh, when we make rash decisions to stop something, we're going to make rash decisions to start them again. That when we change habits, it's a slow burn, right? And so if you, yeah. you know, and I know this just because I threw out, you know, how many packs of cigarettes did I run underwater? Um, you know, how many, oh, yeah. like how many, right. um, you know, pipes and bags of pot did I flush down the toilet and pipes did I throw out the window? Like so many, yeah. just like I'm done with this. I'm never doing it again. Um, you know, it really has to be a slow, it has to be a, a slow and mindful and intentional practice to make a big change. You don't just like start tomorrow. Um, yeah. Anyway, I mean, you just start. So, you just um, start. Yeah. okay. So then let's talk about, um, I want to know whether or not, you know, we just we've kind of talked a little bit about this, but um, whether or not you, um, I mean, I don't even know if this is worth saying. I think we just asked it, but do you make New Year's resolutions? No, uh, I, I, no, I don't anymore. At least I haven't for the past few years. Um, I don't do anything like that anymore. I'm a shitty goal setter, goal achiever. I always have ideas and things I want to do, but I never it just doesn't work for me. I'm going to do this by this time. It's almost a sure way that I will not do it. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know? I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like just never works. Um, do you make resolutions? No, no. Uh-uh. Yeah. Not even close. No. Yeah. Like not even little ones. I just. No. It, what am I going to no. do differently? I've already like that's how I live my life now. Right. Like my life is intentional. Exactly. I make, right. I mean, if I, yes, I make resolutions like every day, you know, I resolve right, right. to, I resolve to, you know, meditate today or, or yeah. keep, yeah, mm-hmm, keep showing up or whatever it is. I mean, that's just, but I don't like make this, you know, big fancy practice of writing a list of all the things that I think I'm not that I want to try and be. It's just yeah, and it's also like it's just a um a way to really feel shitty about yourself in my experience because 
also like you just don't know what your life's going to look like in a week or a month or two months, you know? So why, why would I write down a bunch of things I want to do <laughs> when I don't even, when chances are with my personality, I'm not even going to care about that thing in That's right. a month. That's <laughs> right. Know? I know. I know. I my fucking mind. <sighs> You're preaching to the choir. Yeah, I know. So, but we do, we do, and we both, we talked about this ahead of time. We actually do, we're, we're going to come up, we're going to talk about your word thing at the end, but, um, mm. but we do make goals. And so I want to hear, I just, I want to hear and share what my goals are for the coming year. And also I want to talk a little bit about um, what my goals were for 2016 and how those panned out. <laughs> oh, do you want to um, read our letters? Yeah. So last year, we both wrote u- letters to the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually wrote two. I wrote one and when you wrote this one that you're about to read. And then in my New Year's Eve yoga class, uh, Save a Simran had me write another one. And so that's the one I went with. Mm-hmm. And I folded okay. it up and I put it in my wallet and I didn't start reading it until I got to Italy this year. So, um, but, I, but now I read it like every day. Um, I want to hear it. You want me? Okay. All right. It's titled, How Do I Want the Universe to Serve Me? 1231-2015. I want to cultivate my highest, my highest vibration. I want to be the full expression of who I am and rise tall in who I am. I want to create a space that helps shift the consciousness around addiction and to be fearless and brave in my building of that. I want material abundance to do it right and to change what I so deeply understand how to change. I want to stop playing small and I want to get out of my own way. I want to stop waiting, wasting time on fear and smallness and jealousy and not enoughness. I want to be joyous and happy in the way I approach my life and laugh out loud and heal my heart. I want to remain open and strong in my vulnerability. I want a partner. I want a partner. I want a partner. I want to remain in integrity. In universe, question mark. I want that apartment in El Centro Storico. Okay? Like a million percent. I also, and then I wrote in later, I also want a really yummy home in Los Angeles. Thanks. Um, thank you for all that I have. Thank you for supporting me in my service. Thank you for helping me help. Thank you for all this love and loveliness and bigness. Thank you for all that will come. Love, Holly Glenn Whitaker. I love your letter and you let, except for the partner thing, pretty much everything has happened and come everything to be. has happened and come to be. Yeah. I worked my heart. Like I healed my heart this year. Mm-hmm. I, I did, which is crazy, mm-hmm. which is something that I thought would never happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I, um, I, I have not purchased a home in Italy and a home in Los Angeles, let's be clear. Um, right. But I did but make money that, for the first time. Um, mm-hmm. I um, was supported in doing my work. I was led to a all lot. the right places. I was mm-hmm. so supported in doing my work. It's not even funny. Um, I was, you know, just everything, really, truly everything that I asked for, you know, like the jealousy stuff has really worked out. Um, the, mm-hmm. like not playing small has really worked yeah. out. I know, yeah. 
Yeah. So, um, yeah, and I read it every day. Like, start when I I've read it every day since I went to Italy. I took it with me to Italy, and I I was like, okay, let's look at this bad boy. And then I just I really started. Um, and it's you know it's 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 exactly what I wanted. And there's no like. I want to have this much money, even though I, I do have a number that I put out. I right. there was no I want my partner to be this guy. There was right, right, no right. I want um I want to you know there was no like I need to have this exact thing in order to be happy. There was just these like really um these are the things that I so want in order to have my best life, um and and really achievable things. So so yeah so that was. I love it. Yeah. um, I'm going to do that. I think I'll do the same thing this year. Um, I like this idea of of writing and then reading it sometime like mid-year and and then reading it every day after. Yeah. Okay. I want to hear your your universe letter. Ugh. No, it's beautiful. And you like you have to love the girl that wrote it too. You know what I mean? It was over a year ago that you wrote it. It is. It It was was 927 and 15. Yeah. September. Okay, so, oh, which is the day before my sobriety date. That's why I did it that day. Um, So it was the day before I turned a year sober. Okay, dear universe, I'm going to swing for the fences on this one. Tomorrow is 928. Tonight is a blue moon. Bloon moon? (laughs) It was a a blue moon. Wasn't it the red moon, though? I don't know. I said I, I wrote it bloon, like B L O O N moon. <laughs> but it was the red moon because it was the red moon because I was on my on the train on my way but that was when I left San Francisco to go move in with my mom. And I was on the oh. train and I wrote one too because you wrote one, even though it was a I trashed that one. Um I was like, I wanna be with David and I wanna own a farm. <laughs> it was crazy. Oh. <laughs> I want a farm. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was the um, it was the that red moon. But what's the name of it? Sorry, never know. mind. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Shut. Up. I'll shut up. You go. Tonight is the balloon moon. We're gonna call it the balloon moon, which is apparently <laughs> something big. <laughs> I'm asking for one collaboration to heal all my money wounds and attract big abundance into my life. Only spiritual people say the word abundance. It's so cheesy. Um, Two, to continue collaborating with me and in me to stay sober. I hate this part. Okay. To attract (laughs) big love partnership (laughs) into my life. I want to die. Why? To attract sexy, strong, kind, passionate, sexy, salt of the earth. You said sexy twice. I don't think this. Yes, you did. That's this is awful. A beautiful, se- strong, kind, passionate, sexy, salt of the earth hero type who wants to build a life with me. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. What's wrong with that? I that's don't know. I hate it. a beautiful thing. Well, maybe because you hate it. That's why you didn't get it. Um, yeah, probably. Okay, number no, four. That, I, that's, there's nothing wrong with that. I would write something like that. I hate, I hate myself for writing that. Okay, four. My book, to give birth to my book, the inspiration to start and the courage and the ethic to finish. Five, to get out of debt every day, to totally clear it out. Um, to six and six, to use my good for awesome. Me want you as good for awesome. Um, I think one of my friends used to say that as a joke. 
hey, today I use your good for awesome. And I, and I used to think it was funny, but really, I wrote that in my letter to the universe. Uh, so, so yeah, so that's my letter. I didn't like to have a really sweet closing or anything. Um, so I would say I've big, big, big time healed a lot of money wounds. Big time. Yeah. That's been the most, the biggest work, um, for sure. And I have made a lot of money, more money than I thought. You know, I quit my job in April. Um, that has been great. I have stayed sober. Um, I have gotten a lot of progress on my book, but I have not given birth to my book. I have not, as you say, pulled that thing out of my vagina. You know, I found your check yesterday. I finally opened up the envelope. Um, mm-hmm. And I, it said, it also said, if, and if I don't, um, and you do have to cash this, then please also fly out here and cut my hands off. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, I don't know whether to like cash it and come and cut your hands off or no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. you're, I you mean, that's come a, out here. That'd be fun to watch you try to cut my hands off. Um, that makes me uncomfortable. Um, so I think that that's great. And it's similar. I mean, like all of it happened except, you know, the partner thing. Um, which yeah. is great. And your book, but I, you've been I've working on your book. Used, I've completely used my good for awesome. <laughs> I know. I was going to say that too. You know what you've done the most. <laughs> well, this is like, okay, I'm going to write a better letter this time. That's a little more specific. And then next year you're going to hate it, you know? I probably will. Um, okay, cool. So so that's beautiful. I mean, you and I both threw some stuff out and like out there to the universe and it caught some stuff. And I think like the idea of it is just like creating the intention of where you want to go, which is why yeah. this next part, I want to ask you what you what you want for yourself in 2017. Like what is your – and, you know, you can lead us through the whole word thing. I don't understand the word thing. The word thing's annoying to me, but I'll try it. Um, but I want to know what you what you what you want for yourself in 2017 and the world oh. and all of it. You know, I mean, yeah, it's not just. Yeah. What do I want? Um, what are you working towards? Um very very much the writing in the book is up there in the top top um i want to do the thing that you wrote about which is to stop playing small yeah um yeah and really 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 up there is to heal my my heart my man stuff um that is still so alive and just you know just it's it's in the past couple months has become so crushingly apparent to me that that the work that I have to do around that and I am I, it's not like I'm not drowning in it, but I, um, rather than asking for a partner this year, 
I, I want to do, I want to ask for that. I want very, very badly to have, to like build a life with someone. I have these moments where I really want a family, really, really want a bigger family. Like I want to build my family. I want to have a, buy a house. I want to do all those things. I want to build something with someone. But I also know that I have to do this thing first. It's like, it's like knowing I had to get sober first. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I know I have to. So yeah, I think... I want to dream a lot bigger. Um, my word for 2016 was build. And that is absolutely what kind of year it's been. Just this foundational sort of year. Build, you know, build this new life. Uh, you know, build all the foundation for what I'm I'm moving forward with. And that is absolutely like what kind of year it was. Um, so... I'm just going to keep it at that. I don't want anything. I mean, those are really big things. I don't, I want to continue to make money. I have changed my views on money a lot and sort of my feelings about money feel very, very healed um, from what they, they were. And I want to keep going with that. I want to continue to do that. I, um, but yeah, the things I said are, are what I want. I want to give birth to this book. I feel like I'm in a much better place to do that. I want to heal my heart and my my emotional crap with men so that when I can write something like that, I think my reaction to that is so just like, ugh, Laura, because there's just totally this part of me that doesn't think I really deserve that. Like I just took a big steaming pile of crap on my marriage I still have a lot of guilt around that and feeling like you don't deserve you don't deserve to have uh that you just don't you know and I gotta I gotta fix that because it's obviously not true yeah um and I want to keep going I want to there's so much good I mean this year has been one of the best if not the best year of my adult life for sure. Like, holy shit. It really has. Um, so many of the things that I thought were never possible are happening. And that's, ugh, that is yeah. the difference between New Year's before and New Year's now. It's like, I'm not just throwing all these dreams up because it's a new year. I'm actually living my actual dreams. Yeah. I'm it's living true. them. I know. I feel it every day. And you I know you are too. I mean, it's totally mind blowing and I yeah. <clears throat> Without going into like major hyperbole, I'll you know, it's just it's just, it's something else. So I wanna keep going with that. I um the the word thing, just quickly, if you wanna do it, I don't know what my word is yet, and I don't think I even wanna try to say because I really wanna like sit with that. I have I'll, my word. And I'll write about it. Oh good, what is it? Well, I'll say it after I talk about my goals. Okay. Talk about your goals. No, you didn't finish though. Oh, well, I kind of did. So my, I don't want to come up with my word yet because I don't know what it will be. And, or I don't know, I don't have the feeling of it yet. It's like, I need to wait for that click, that like soft click to know what it is. Um, and I'll probably get there by writing about it. I'll write something like around New Year's Eve that I'll publish. And the, but the idea is that, 
you can pick a word that's a theme for how you want to, for where you want to focus your next year. Um, I got this idea, by the way, from Tammy. I don't know if I got it from her, but we both realized we had it. Tammy, our friend Tammy Salas does this. And she, of course, does this like great art with it. She had a word called shed for 2015, shed all this old stuff from her life. I can't remember what the word is for her for this year, but um, it's like a theme, you know? So I'm guessing mine will be something along the lines of, you know, something that's sort of growing and bursting and um, something, you know, I had this year as a build, I'll have something that's more elevated or something like that. But I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't want to say because I don't want to, I don't feel it yet. I get But you. I want to know what yours is and I want to hear your goals. Uh, so my goals for this year are really to, you know, I've spent, um, I was, I had this really sweet moment last night. It was like, I was like 11 p.m. And mm-hmm. I I worked yesterday all like I got back into I've done I'm cleaning up my finances from the last two years because I haven't I've been building this thing, but I also have been um, running from the administrative side of it because because mm-hmm. um, money terrifies me. And also because I just um, spent so much time doing that organizational i mean my my jobs before for the the 10 years before i started this was to clean people's messes up and to keep Mm -hmm. people organized and to keep things you know to keep keep things running and i just rejected all that and the last couple of days i have been (laughs) i dove into the you know to the unknown i hadn't done my books since i you know i i will i will be honest here i've been i haven't done my books since 2000 since october 2015 um put one thing in quickbooks um and i have uh yet to file my taxes and i'm paying like 200 dollars a month in penalty fees for not um so it's real it's like the aversion to doing it is real um i haven't like set up an accounting system um in within my company to you know to pay myself a wage I just you know give and take money um you know I loaned most I'm still in you know my company's still in debt to me because I loaned it money but what I mean like anyways long story short I've just been a real big mess around it and I finally just I'm at the place where it doesn't scare me to do this anymore Mm -hmm. it doesn't scare me to make money and it doesn't scare me to spend money Um, and it doesn't scare me to call my accountant and say, hey, (laughs) you know, like this stuff is like, um, I'm just moving into a space where I'm not afraid of these things that consume me Uh or used to consume me. Um, And I'm, and I'm sick of having this like idea that like, I want to buy a house. That was one of the biggest impetus for this. I started to go and rent, like look for renting a house. And then I did the math and figured out I could buy something and my mortgage Mm -hmm. would be cheaper than my rent payment. Um, And I, I like it just has never occurred to me that I would be a person that would ever be able to buy a house. And so <laughs> we've talked about it before, but it's been a really mm-hmm. elusive thing. And so um, and then I didn't have any like I'm like, I make money, but I can't prove it to you. Like, do you want to see my 20 <laughs> different accounts? <laughs> I have this mantra project thing and I have this school. And I know, you know, I it's know. like, no. And so I um, so, yeah, so I was the kind of circling back to it, I was sitting 
at home last night. It's 11 o'clock. I have been sitting in the same place. I've been doing my books and I am a beast when it comes to doing accounting work. I am, oh my God. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) what is your text to me today? I was like, I couldn't tell how, if you were upset, but but you had this like really morose text here. I'm going to open it. You said, you just said, hi, this morning. And I said, how, I said, how are you? You go, well, I've done two years of taxes in two days. Laura, I'm an accounting maniac. (laughs) I can't help it. When I get into it, I can't stop. (laughs) I was laughing so hard. I think I snorted my coffee out. No, but it's true. It lights up the side of me that is such a nerd. And also, I told you, I cannot be perfect at anything but accounting. I am perfect at accounting. Well, there is a, you know when it's, Right. <laughs> oh, there's a balance. It ties there's out. a check. You like it's so unlike any piece of writing I've ever done, right? Like because there's a check. It doesn't. There's no check. There's no sum at the end that tells you that you wrote a good article. Um. Oh, correct. It just yeah. feels so good to do something that I'm doing good. I, know. Um, I, I get it. So anyway, I um yeah, so but I was sitting there and I got I pulled my income statements together for the last two years and um, they were not as bad as I thought. I don't I don't owe as much as I thought. I've been like thinking, oh my god, I'm gonna um and I just had this moment where I'm sitting in my apartment and I'm and it's clean and I have all my journal entries done. I've purchased all my Christmas presents. Um I I am not like really doing much on social media right now. So I'm just kind of like in the sweet space and, um, and I'm happy and I love my life and I just never, I don't take enough time to realize how much I love my life and how supportive I've supported. I've been, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I had a, I have a fridge full of LaCroix. I drank like probably 20 of them last night. Um, I'm so confused every time you say LaCroix because I don't think that's how it's said. I know that. And I don't give a fuck. Anyway, I'm I'm so sorry. Um, So I just had this moment and I texted Tim, um, who's one of my advisors. And I just Mm -hmm. said, um, like, I, you know, I, I asked him if he would hire me as, as an accountant at his company in March 2015. And he's, and he made me watch Kid President and he said no. And, um, (laughs) and I think I sent him a text way too late and I just said thank you for not letting me become an accountant what did you do you just fall (laughs) no (laughs) I hit my face on the microphone (laughs) it sounded like you fell um you said thank you for not hiring me yeah thank you I said there's so much I want to thank you for but more than anything I want to thank you for not letting me be an accountant um and um you know and so uh, the, all this is to say my heart feels good. I'm ready to meet somebody. Um, I, and I know what I want and what I'm, what I won't settle for. Um, I have just the most amazing friends. I live close to my family. Um, I, you know, I was, I hung out all weekend with my sister. I have friends. Like, that, I mean, you like, no, friends. hold on. You have in real life Real life friends. friends. Yeah. I'm like, well, hold on. There's a distinction. Yeah. I have like five friends down here that I see and that I love. And 
Oh, I know. It is something to be jealous of. I haven't had that in years, so like, you know, just like Katie, one of my friends was filming in front of my apartment the other night. Um, she, oh, and I have actress friends. I don't know why I find that to be too cool. Um, but she was filming and I like got to run down and just say hi to one of my, you know what I mean? I have those kind of friends where you just drop in on them. Um, anyway, going back to it though, um, I, I have so much and I don't take enough time to appreciate it. You know, when I was doing my taxes, I also got to see where I spent all my money. I've been to Hawaii and Italy and Italy and Hawaii and Italy and Hawaii. I I need to break out of my pattern and stop going to just Italy and Hawaii. But like, I, um, I have such a beautiful life. Next year too. Yeah. I know. I am breaking out. I'm glad you said that because that's one thing this time of year can be so good for is, is to reflect, you know, not, not to just keep going, which is what we do. Which is all I have done. And that's like, that's kind of where I'm going with this, which is, I mean, I shot out of that last job and it has been, I mean, and I wouldn't change it for the world, but it has been like head down and forward running into the wind, you know, with like Mm -hmm. a team of a T like a defensive team pushing back against me. That's what it's felt like. And I, all of a sudden I'm like, I can sit back and I can be. And that's, so for me, you know, I want to buy a house. I want to, you know, I want to do, I want to do a lot of things that really are, um, a lot of like, uh, I guess I, I want to say I want to nest. Like if I were to say, what's mm-hmm. my word for this year, it's that I want to nest and I really want to, um, you know, reap what I've sown, um, and continue to build. Like I've been, you know, it's really exciting. I've been, I've been talking about writing a book and I'm going to, you know, and that's one of the things I'm going to work on in this coming year. Mm-hmm. Um, and my school is starting again in January. Sign up for the wait list. If you want to get on it, email admin at hip sobriety. My school is starting, um, <laughs> in January and I love doing that school and mm-hmm. I have an employee and she's amazing and one of my best mm-hmm. friends. And I have this podcast with you and I have, you know like it's just I want to re like I yeah, built let's stop on that for one second because I think we're just so used to having this thing that we don't remember that we didn't have it not too long ago and that in like that it's become a thing not meaning it's become a thing to other people but like I was looking back at um for some reason yesterday I was on the site and I was looking back at the guests that we've had have had on and the things that we've talked about. And I was like, whose life is this? This is is crazy. Yeah. This is, if you would have told me five years ago that I would have had not only conversations, but be friends with some of the people that we've met because of this show and that I would, it's like, it's kind of, it's really, really beautiful. I know it's amazing. It is. And it's a total gift and, and we're entirely fortunate in being able to, to do this, not just this, but everything. I mean, every last little piece of, of what we do um, is just, it's a total gift and I don't Mm -hmm. take it for granted one second of the day. Yep. Uh, but yeah, yes. that's it. So, I mean, those are my, I mean, my goals are like, like really like man home, um, you know, organization, uh, 
travel and then just actually enjoying it instead of running through it like a chicken with my mm-hmm. head cut off. Mm-hmm. That would be my goal for 2017 and also world peace, you know, and all these other things like that are incredibly Whatever. important. Like, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, just, you know, fighting for social justice, all those things are really, it's really important to understand that like, you know, we're saying all these things about ourselves and what we want for ourselves in the middle of, 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 of some of the, you know, from an increasingly frightening world that we live in mm-hmm. where more and more social injustice is committed. Um, and maybe not even more, just maybe more in front of our very eyes. Um, and that this 2017 for me will also be a, a year of action and doing whatever I can to help, um, to help heal this place, right? Like to help do to do good work and to stand up for people whose voices um, can't be heard and to um, and to be involved in, in things that I that are important and um, making the world a better place for all of us. And so I do want to say that that, you know, that is an inherent goal of mine. Yeah. Um, and I know yours, too. Mm hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Well, so I mean, so you don't, you're not gonna, you're gonna surprise us with your word then on like January 1st. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> yeah, also, it's gonna be a big reveal, guys. Um, yeah, I just don't, I have no idea what it is um, mm-hmm. yet, but I'll figure that out while I'm up in Maine and I get to be quiet and stuff. Um, yeah, oh, good. Well, I wasn't looking forward to recording this because I didn't think I had much to say, but. It always, you're right. You were like, those are always the best ones or the best conversations that we have. Yeah, um, I know. Well, we we kind of planned out that holo episode that will never see the light of day and look how that went. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even listen. I just believed you. <laughs> it was awful. Like, yeah, if you say it's that bad, then it's bad. I would it ne- felt if really I, morose or something. <laughs> it was just off. And if I listen, I would never listen to us again if I had to listen to that episode. I would say, f- oh god, <laughs> not that bad. It was just, okay. it was just like it was just bad content. Like there's, it did nothing. It was like yeah. a, like a, what are those handshakes? You know, like the dead fish handshake or the limp fish. Was it like that? No, it, was it like that? It was. Oh, like my my, <laughs> the noise my boob <laughs> makes when I lose weight. <laughs> 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 I think that's the end. Um, and we're done. All right. I love you. Happy New Year, everybody. Um Are we getting are we getting on the phone? Yeah, because we we're ten minutes late for Megan. Um and I need to Infinitely so